0: hope you saw last night's broadcast where I explained the Joe Biden policy of equity and how it differs from equality. Well, the president made an appearance today try to sell this equity program to the American people. And that is our lead story. So let's start with my message of the day. If you did not see last night's No Spin News, I encapsulate what is going on with Biden and why he's doing this equity thing. So I'm quoting from the message of the day, which is posted on BillOReilly.com. Yesterday on the No News, I reported on what President Biden is trying to accomplish with his flurry of executive orders. It's all about favoring certain groups of Americans and excluding others from government attention. This is called creating equity, and the philosophy behind it, is that because of historical injustice, specific people will get extra advantages today. That to make up for what happened 150 years ago. I gave many examples, so I hope you'll watch last night's broadcast because all hardworking Americans will pay for the equity perks while many of us will not participate in them. Okay? When the population wakes up, to what's really happening here, and that will take a while because the media is not reporting accurately on equity, there will be deep anger in the United States. President Biden doesn't seem to care and may not even fully understand what he's doing, but the progressive forces behind him surely understand, and they are thrilled. So let's walk through it, what happened today. All right. So the president basically is saying, I, Joe Biden, I'm going to impose on the nation racial justice and equity. And that's the racial justice part is fine. Again, all fair-minded people should want racial justice. Equity is another matter. Okay. Now, if you just boil it down to equity is most favored person status. And if you're white, you're not in that crew. So Biden is basically separating Americans over skin color. All right, so minority groups, uh, and and there's one exception, that's the LBGTQ crew. They're in the minority um, equity jar. So uh, the president says he's going to embed equity into the federal government. Um, All right. And then this is what you're going to be hearing to defend this breakdown of the country by skin color. This is what you're going to hear, that we don't have housing justice or food justice or safety justice. We have insecurity in all those areas, housing, food, and safety, public safety, that we need guaranteed jobs and income for all Americans. Everybody gets a job, and if you can't, the federal government pays you a salary anyway. All right. Of course, now that is going to cost unlimited amounts of money the government does not have. All right, so Biden goes up and he gives his speech at 2 p.m. this afternoon. He's reading from a teleprompter. He's having trouble reading the teleprompter. He's slurring a lot of the words. But I've selected two sound bites that I think are interesting. Roll the first one. Housing is a right in America, and home ownership is an essential tool to wealth creation and to be passed down to generations. Today, I'm directing the Department of Housing and Urban Affairs and Urban Development to redress historical racism in federal housing policies. Housing is a right in America. Isn't that an interesting statement? Access to housing is a right. Access to it. So you can't deny people the right to buy a home or rent an apartment or a house because you don't like their skin color or ethnicity or they may be gay. That you can't do. But housing is not a right. all right. Housing is an acquisition. So when I started my career, I had no money, zero. And I had to find a way to pay the rent, starting with no money. And I worked my butt off to do that. I didn't have a right to a house right away. I had to earn money to get rent, to get a dwelling. And I did. I found a way. And I'll just tell you real quick, I wrote gag lines for a Saturday night monster show called Uncle Ted's Ghoul School in Scranton, Pennsylvania. I was a reporter for the station. I wasn't earning enough money to really rent a place. They would pay me nothing. So I did that to supplement my income, all right? I would have done anything. I would have flipped burgers because I had a place to live, take a shower, comb my hair. But I had no right to housing. It wasn't like I was going to walk into Scranton, Pennsylvania Somebody go, hey, Bill, here, take this house, and uh, you know, pay me back when you can, but don't worry about. It. But this housing is a right; it's a human right. This is the socialist Bernie Sanders stuff. You have a right to this; or you're entitled to that. Now, healthcare is a little bit different, okay? I understand that, but the basic essentials of life, you got to earn. You got to earn them in a capitalist society, not a communist society, where they'll give them to you, but they'll take everything else away from you. And you won't own the house. You can live in it, but the government owns it. All right, second soundbite. roll it. We need to make equity and justice part of what we do every day. Today, tomorrow, and every day. I'm gonna sign these executive actions to continue the work to make real the promise of America for every American. Again, I'm not promising we can end it tomorrow, but I promise you, we're gonna continue to make progress to eliminate systemic racism, and every branch of the White House and the federal government is gonna be part of that effort. Okay, I got it, Joe, I see it. You are going to have certain groups that are going to get advantages from the federal government to make up for past sins of the country And other groups who are not going to get any advantages, but who are going to pay for the advantages of the most favored groups. I got it. That's what you are. That's what you'll do. And that is the result of the election of November 3rd. Right there. Now, on the campaign trail, Biden didn't say that. He didn't say he was going to impose equity on the nation. He did not. But this was always in play. This is the beginning of socialism. Does Biden know that? He does not. He is hiding behind a cloak, and he really believes it, that he is noble. He is the defender of justice, and he is going to make sure that the federal government of the United States imposes justice. Now, interestingly enough, Donald Trump did more for minority groups and the poor than any president in the 21st and 20th century, maybe with the exception of FDR. And that's debatable. Because what Trump did was expand the economy so much in four years that everybody could get a job and earn their way. But Trump was demonized for doing that by the progressives and Biden, because they don't want the free market to provide equality. That's not what they want. They want the federal government and the state governments to do it because they don't trust capitalism in the marketplace. But if you look, at the median income for working Americans, it went up big under Trump. Because Trump's economic policies drove small and large business to expand and hire, because money was being made. That's capitalism. So it, it disturbs me that so few Americans understand what's happening. This is why you are members of BillOReilly.com, you're watching me on the first, you're listening to me on the radio, wherever it may be, because you want to understand, and you know I will tell you the truth. But the vast majority of Americans have no blank an idea what equity is. They don't know they're gonna be taxed up to their eyebrows so money can be given to other groups. I mean, let me just give you one crazy example, all right? And this is insane. So Biden, along with his equity for Americans, is promising to send $4 billion over a 10-year period. That's $400 million a year, all right? $4 billion. No, it's more than that. I can't do the math, but it's $4 billion to Honduras, Guatemala, and El Salvador. $4 $4 billion. In the last 10 years, we've, we've sent $3.3 billion to Central America and, and, and all that. But he's going to accelerate it. Now, I'm sorry, but most of that money is going to be stolen. And Biden's got to know that. Those countries are corrupt to the core, which is why millions of people want to leave those countries. But Biden says, no, 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 we're going to send $4 billion down to there. It'll be stolen like that. What do, do you see how much money has been stolen in California since COVID hit? I'll get to that in a little while. So you're basically dealing with a guy who wants to feel noble, wants to feel like he is someone who's helping the downtrodden minorities, and the groups that have been persecuted and bullied. He feels good, but he doesn't ever take into account the toll that's going to take on all Americans. When you guys find out, you guys meaning the whole country, that your taxes are going to go up, your job selection is going to go down, the national debt is going to rise, and your dollar is going to erode in value. When that comes becomes apparent, which will be in a year. Deep anger, deep backlash. Socialism never works. I've been to 82 countries. I've been to China, Vietnam, Cuba, Venezuela, all of those places. It never works. Equity for one group alienates another group. Equality is what we should be seeking. Equal access to the pursuit of happiness. That is the policy that is fair and the founders wanted. Not, we're going to basically help one group and hose another group by taking their assets. Now, what this all boils down to is reparations. That's what this is. Equity equals reparations. They know the progressives could never get direct payments to African-Americans and Native Americans through Congress, ever. It would never happen. So this is the way to do it, by guaranteeing a job, a salary, a house, health care, a life, no matter what your participation is. Columbia University, Ivy League College, New York City, demanding that a cabinet position be created called Secretary of Racial Justice. This is what's coming, okay? And the Secretary of Racial Justice would oversee increased housing security. (laughs) All right? Guarantee federal jobs to everyone. Guarantee, okay? So here they come. Here they come. Mm Mm-hmm. They want to reimagine, by the way, this Columbia outfit, reimagine public safety. What that means is no cops. When uh, somebody is in trouble, we'll send a social worker over. Now, we're seeing the danger in Chicago, L.A., New York. We're seeing astronomical violent crime stats because of no cops. We don't like the cops because the cops are racist, white supremacists. That's what they are. Boy. Okay, so uh, if you are from Honduras, El Salvador, and Guatemala, I I apologize for generalizing, but you know what I'm saying about those countries is true. I have been to those countries. I know how corrupt they are. California. Since March, California has upped unemployment payments. And $11.4 billion has been stolen. (laughs) $11.4 billion. California. Why? They don't watch it. You can con that system like crazy. Sacramento doesn't watch it. Newsom doesn't watch it. Nope. Not at all. We're not watching it. Not doing it. $11.4 billion, you guys, live in California. That's your money, your taxpayer. Stolen. Will anybody be prosecuted for it? No. Probably not. Nope. So Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, is going to be recalled. What that means is... He's going to be on the ballot in November, and you vote whether you want to boot him out of the office or not. Most of this is COVID, but other things, too, unaffordable housing, release of violent criminals, rising crime, failing schools. California's a mess. So Newsom, he did not like this. He can't stop it. They're going to get the million and a half signatures. That's what they need. They need it by St. Patrick's Day, March 17th. They'll get them. So he'll be up. The only other governor recalled in California was a guy named Gray Davis. They booted him out and Arnold Schwarzenegger took his place. Remember that? Arnold wasn't such a great governor, but Gray Davis apparently was worse. A couple of updates just in. um, A judge, federal judge, has blocked the Biden executive order about stopping deportations. And this is the same thing that happened to Trump. So every Trump Executive order was challenged by the left. Judges blocked. Now it's the same thing. Texas challenged the deportation halt, and a federal judge said, can't do that, Mr. Biden. Well, we'll see. It'll go to the Supreme Court. How about the impeachment update? So yesterday was a good day for Donald Trump, but you'd never know it because nobody mentioned it, because if you do say anything good about Donald Trump, you're a white supremacist racist, and you should be canceled. But this was, didn't actually have to do with the man. This had to do with Trump's situation. So the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court, John Roberts, he goes, I'm not going to preside over this uh, impeachment trial. I'm not doing it because there is no president involved. He's a private citizen, so I, John Roberts, am not showing up to the trial that allegedly begins on February 8th. So now... Far-left Vermont Senator Patrick Leahy is going to be in charge. <laughs> now this, this isn't a stacked deck. Uh-uh. Um, so this is becoming a, a farce, um, a crazy farce. So uh, President Trump is hiring lawyers. First guy is Butch Bowers from South Carolina, who represented Nikki Haley in a beef. And, you know, he's a pretty big guy in South Carolina, colonel in National Guard. Is Butch. They hired some woman. I don't know much about her to help him. But, I mean, if it were me, I would say to my attorneys, hey, um, just sue um, and say uh, this is an illegal proceeding because I'm not president anymore and it's against the Constitution. That's the first thing that should be filed. And it would take a couple of weeks, maybe a month for the Supreme Court to... Get to it. First, you have to file in a lower court, lower federal court, probably in D.C. And then whatever the ruling is, you take it up to the Supreme Court, unless Trump rule, wins on a lower court level. And then, of course, there would be another appeal from the House, from the Democrats. But you, I think you could get this thrown out completely because it is unconstitutional. If it weren't, why would Judge Roberts take a hike? I mean, that's a huge signal, is it not? And here's another breaking situation. Rand Paul forced to vote in the Senate today um, about whether the impeachment is unconstitutional. So while we are researching possible Republicans who might vote to convict Donald Trump in the Senate trial, five, and these are the five that would vote to convict Trump, said to Rand Paul, no, 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 it is constitutional. All the other Republicans said it's unconstitutional. So there's no way that Trump gets convicted unless something else happens. So it was uh, our pal Mitt Romney, uh, he hates Trump. Lisa Murkowski, who's not even, even a Republican in Alaska. Toomey of Pennsylvania, Collins of Maine, and who was the other one in my ear? Was it Sass? Who is he? Ben Sass. Okay. So, those five, they all hate Trump except for Susan Collins. Um, and she's Susan Collins, a very liberal Republican. So, there's no way if, if all of the Republican senators are going to vote that the impeachment trial is unconstitutional, they're not going to vote to convict Donald Trump, even if the trial were heard. This is such a farce. This is so ridiculous. Now, CNN and MSNBC and all the networks, they're going to go crazy tonight because they know it's over. It's over. Unless, as I said, something else comes up. Everything is expensive these days. You know that the government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall. To 65532. Let's go to the equity thing. We've been doing this all week. So, equity is the policy of the Biden White House. Equity means certain groups are favored and will get government largesse. How about that? Word of the day, largesse. Government favors, government entitlements, and, and other groups won't. And it's basically skin color play. So, if you are uh, non white, non Caucasian, then we're going to take good care of you. The federal Biden government will do that. And the LGBTs and, and those folks. All right. Any group that, that Joe Biden thinks was marginalized is going to get uh, equity. All right. And that means government's going to give them stuff, a lot of stuff. And everybody's going to have to pay for it, even if people aren't getting the equity. So that seems to me to not be what the Constitution calls for. Constitution basically is framed around equality. Equality. And it's a very simple thing because I'm a simple man. There is no doubt that certain groups in the United States have a harder ta- time, a more difficult time, pursuing happiness. Not, if you don't believe that, then you are not looking at the world the way it is. There's no doubt. That certain groups, African-Americans being one of them, have a harder time pursuing happiness. It's the government's obligation to level that, to take the impediments out. For example, every African-American, every marginalized group should have equal access to housing. You want to buy a house in a neighborhood, you have the money to buy it, you buy it. You shouldn't be denied. That's not fair. And that has happened in this country. Then there's education. And this is the key. All right. Some of these schools in the ghettos are horrible. Horrible. But I'm going to give you a, a, a stat in a moment that will, I think, surprise you. So I got a letter from a concierge member. And concierge membership in BillO'Reilly.com means you have direct access to me privately. But Lorraine, who sent me that letter, also posted it on our message board. So now it's public. And I don't want to quote Lorraine. I guess President Biden has had quite the awakening with his equity plan to cure social injustice and systemic racism. Isn't this the same person who engineered the tough crime bill in 1994 and said busing would create a racial jungle? Doesn't left see through this excuse for a leader? Well, Joe Biden has, Lorraine, evolved. He's not the same guy. He's woke. He awoke from a long slumber of non-political correctness into the PC world. Oh, he's a different guy, all right? Now, the definition of social justice is that you give every American an equal opportunity to pursue happiness. That's it. You don't choose certain groups to gin them up with money entitlements or whatever now certainly in some situations you have to rebuild situations that have declined and are hurting marginalized groups yes but it shouldn't be a policy it should be a specific task so here's an example and this is the best example i can give you on how this country does not treat everyone equally So in New York City, 20 miles from where I am right now, it's actually eight miles, but Manhattan is 20 miles. Okay, Queens is eight. They spend $29,000 a year on every public school kid. Every public school kid. $29,000 a year. Tax money. Okay? New York City is below 50% in math and reading exams, standardized tests, below 50%, okay? Catholic schools in New York City spend $8,666, all right? $20,000 less per student, much higher test scores in the Catholic schools, much higher. So this shows you that the federal, state, and local governments cannot, with their equity stuff, engineer social justice. Because it isn't fair for the minority kids in the poor neighborhoods not to know how to do math and read. But they're spending almost $30,000 ahead on that. And they can't get through. Why? Because of parenting. That's why. And the government cannot legislate parenting. So all of this equity business is a big, phony deal, and it will hurt and divide the country. It's equality we are after. If Biden and Cuomo, the governor of New York, really cared about social justice, they'd walk themselves into these schools and clean them up immediately instead of just throwing money and more money more money it doesn't work and it pits skin color against skin color Mm. all right let's bring in a guy who is very smart his name is Mike Gonzalez he is a senior fellow at the Heritage Foundation, and author of the book *The Plot to Change America: How Identity Politics Is Dividing the Land of the Free*. So, I don't know, Mike, how much you know about what we've been doing here, but we've been taking apart this equity stuff that Biden has embraced as uh, the policy of the land, because we believe it's a not fair. B, divisive, and C,
1: is going to fail, I think you believe the same thing, correct? Uh, Bill, first of all, it's great to see you. Uh, I think you're 100% right. I was listening to you. Uh, equity is, a, is going to be the biggest buzzword. And already, with the, the, the Biden administration is a week old, and we've heard a lot about it. Uh, I've spent a great deal of time with the executive order that began this whole thing. Which was signed by biden on his very first day it's a doozy of an eo The, the the title itself is the executive order on advancing racial equity and support for underserved communities through the federal government and it's going to cause a lot of harm uh unless the courts and people like you and me do something about it by exposing it now i think i want to start right off the bat by saying that equity you're quite right equity has become the functional opposite of equality. Equality, which is what the Constitution calls for, which is the it's an offshoot of the word uh, equal, which is it, it, it's the most important ideal expressed in the Declaration, all men are created equal. Equality is that the government approaches everyone impartially. We haven't always done that. We made many mistakes as a country and obviously during the era of slavery and then Jim Crow and segregation, we did not approach all, all Americans equally. We d- did not apply the law Equally, equality is the opposite. Equality says that you have to apply the law unequally and share resources unequally in order for everyone. Mike, you said, Mike, you said equality, you mean equity? No, sorry, equity. Equity is the functional opposite. Sorry, thanks for catching that. It says that you have to, the government has to apply the law unequally in order to obtain the same outcomes, equal outcomes, which is obviously a Marxist idea. Now, I just wanna just end this first question that you asked by telling you that I actually did a word search. The word equity appears 21 times in this executive order. It's not a very long executive order. The word equality appears, guess how many? Zero, zero times. It appears twice in the word inequality but the word equality upon which this nation is based appears not at all. Equity, 21 times. Well, this was not
0: written by Joe Biden. I mean, he, he didn't do that. Um, he's being told what to do. And I've said this for more than a year, that Joe Biden's not really driving this. He's doing what he's told to do um, by high-level members of the Obama administration. They see the country's changed a little bit. Donald Trump polarized the country and they see an opportunity to get to socialism, which is what they want. Do you disagree with that? Do you think, I think the equity thing is the
1: next step towards socialism. No, I I mean, I completely agree. I did title my book, The Plot to Change America for a Reason. This is not a plot because there are people in Madison, Wisconsin, or Berkeley who meet in a basement every Thursday night. It is a plot because the, the, the idea behind the philosophy is to 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 uh, to to create division, to create these categories of the marginalized that you spoke of. By the way, a lot of these categories are created by government. They're not they're, they're synthetic, they're non-existent, like Hispanic or Asian or the 32 genders of the New York City Human Rights Commission. These are created by government. Then the, the members of these categories are instilled with uh, with uh, grievances feelings of victimhood in order to catalyze a change of society in order and and all the people behind this are on the record as saying that they're against capitalism that capitalism is racist because capitalism produces winners and losers and they don't want to have that so right. what they do want socialism they either say it or they say like ibram x says i'm going to say i'm an anti-capitalist i'm not going to tell you what i'm for but i'm an anti-capitalist some of them like the leaders of the Black Lives, Black Lives Matter movement will say they're Marxist. Okay, final question. Do you think
0: this move by the Biden administration, and they're committed now, so four years, this is what they're going to try to do. Do you think it's going to work? Do you think most Americans are going to go, yeah, it's, I'm okay with equity, equality, not so much, and I'd really like a more socialistic government. Do you think that's going to work, Mike?
1: No, I don't think it, do- it will work. America from right, right away after 1848, when Marx writes the, the, uh, the Communist Manifesto, America becomes a very anti-communist country. It has always been allergic to socialism. I think that it is the, the job of people such as yourself to talk about this constantly, to push back. I've seen administrations, you know, try something. And when it fails, when the people push back, they, they desist. They turn and they go in another direction. Watch what the vice president does. The vice president is very clear. The the EO tries to hide what the meaning of equity is. Kamala Harris, to give her credit, does say openly what she wants is unequal treatment, inequality in treatment in order to obtain equal outcomes. That is not what America wants. Social justice. And that's a
0: form of reparations. That's what it's really all about. They know they can't get reparations, direct reparations passed. So this is the backdoor way. And Ms. Harris drives that train. But it's all going to depend, Mike, on whether the economy goes south. And if it does, then you're right. Equity is going to go right out the window. But if for some way, and I don't think it's going to happen, the Biden administration prospers economically, whoa. Mike Gonzalez, the author of the book, The Plot to Change America. We appreciate
1: you coming on, Mike.
0: All right, let's get to the mail here. John Hughes, Taylorsville, Utah. Bill, you keep saying 80 million people voted for Biden. Anyone can see that a guy who hid during the whole campaign didn't get 80 million votes. Sorry, not buying it. Well, it's your right not to buy it, John. And I don't mind your opinion one bit. But the record will show, the historical record, that Joe Biden got more than 80 million votes. That's what the record will show. And that's not going to change unless there's one thing that could change it. Analytics are done, and I've called that for that since the day after the vote. Analytics are done showing the probability of the vote tally in places like Philadelphia and Detroit and Atlanta. If that were done on a credible level, and the government should do it, then it might be an asterisk. But otherwise, 80 million in the books. Susan, government doesn't create jobs, it destroys them. Just as I said, I wanted to read your letter because you're absolutely right that government doesn't create jobs, but it doesn't necessarily destroy jobs. So what Donald Trump did very effectively as president is he lifted regulations off business, both corporate and small, and allowed them to expand without government interference. Okay? So the government helped create jobs, but it was done by the private sector. Donna, we need to stick to the Constitution and equality. Equity is a blatant discrimination, and we, the people, need to sue the government for doing it. Can't sue the government for equity because equity has no legal clout. It's just a general thought that Joe Biden is going to direct everything that he can into the marginalized communities. I mean, Barack Obama did that, but he didn't admit it. Biden admits it. Joseph Bauman, Jefferson, Georgia. I think you're wrong about things getting better in the country in 2022 election. When equity really takes hold, the minority vote will be close to 100% Democrat. Lyndon Johnson said the Great Society would cause minorities to vote Democrat for 100 years. It's already been 60-plus years. You make a good point, Joseph. This equity is absolutely designed to have a number of groups vote M bloc in this country for the Democrats. There's no question that's what the progressives are doing. All right? So you make a good point. But I still think the backlash, if the economy goes south, which I believe it is going to, it's going to be so ferocious against the progressives and the Democrats. And all the Republicans have to do is win back the Senate and the House, and they're that close. And Biden's through. Elaine Drake, Tullahoma, Tennessee. I was so impressed with Bill tonight and his comments about Holly and how everyone has a responsibility to take care of people and animals we love. Yes, we should be more like Japan. In The Japanese culture, elderly people are revered and they're taken care of. Now, the abuse of animals is unacceptable on any level in this country. So is the abuse of the elderly, children, anybody else. We all have a responsibility on our own lives to take care. I mean, take care aggressively of the kids, of the dogs, of the cats, of the elderly people. Keith Haynes. Bill, I'm looking forward to reading your book, Killing the Mob, learning about the mafia. We really don't have a mafia down here in Alabama because the politicians would never allow the competition. (laughs) Very good, Keith. And thank you for reminding me, if you pre-order Killing the Mob on BillOReilly.com, get half off Killing Crazy Horse, or the United States of Trump. So we're running out of the United States of Trump. You might, if you want that book, you might get this this weekend. But you'll like all three of those books, Killing the Mob, Out May 4th. Also, you get 20% off all of my books, 18 million of them in print. That is the most successful nonfiction series of books of all time. And if you order any three of my books, you get a stand up for your country hat free of charge. We are looking out for you. BillO'Reilly.com store. Word of the day, do not be a nebbish when writing to us. Bill at BillO'Reilly.com. Bill at BillO'Reilly.com. Name in town if you wish to opine. I called an urchin a nebbish the other day. The kid panicked. What's, up? What's that? What's that? What's Right back with the final thought. So here's a final thought. I have a lot of liberal friends, a lot of people who voted for Joe Biden. And they're not crazy left, um, but they are um, hoping that Joe Biden does a good job. So I'm a pretty annoying guy. I think you all know that, and I give him a little, uh, little of this, a little jazz. Okay? I say, hey, well, how about that Joe Biden, four trillion in new spending? Uh, got any? Uh, you got any stocks? You got any bonds? Ooh. And I said, seriously, I mean, what do you think? What do you think of Biden' presentation? And the answer is always the same, no matter which Biden supporter I ask. We hate Trump. They don't love Joe. They're not attached to Joe, they're not loyal to Joe. They just despise Donald Trump so much that anybody was better. That's why you saw such a high total for Joe Biden. It wasn't Joe Biden. He's gonna go down in history as a disaster. You wait and see. This global warming thing, He. He's going to take jobs away from people, and they're not going to create a lot of stuff. If they were going to do it, it already would have happened. It takes a long time. And you don't destroy an economy on a wish. I could be wrong about Biden. Biden, Maybe all of this progressive stuff is going to boost the country into a great state. I'll take a bet on it. (laughs) I'll take a bet on it. Anyway. Liberals I know voted for Biden, still hate Trump and always will hate Trump. Have a good weekend. We'll see you on Monday.